everybody, welcome back to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology. This week, we are joined by one of Ohio State's rising targets in the class of 2021, offensive lineman Zen Mahalski from Fort Floyd's Knobs, Indiana, and Floyd Central High School. This is a little bit different version of the show because Friday I went to Floyd's Knobs to watch Mahalski play uh, and then interviewed him after the game. So I'm not going to be on camera doing the you know normal back and forth with him. But hopefully that's good for you, the watcher, so you don't have to see my face as much. Um, Mahalski is a really interesting player. He's committed to Louisville, a player that the Buckeyes uh, started to talk to about two months ago and, and really are fond of his athleticism uh, at tackle. He's a very raw offensive line prospect. He's only played the position for about two years, uh, but he has a lot of upside. And uh, later this week, I'll post some video from, from the game uh, to kind of give an indicator of what the Buckeyes are seeing there. So uh, please uh, enjoy the interview with Zen. Uh, he is a player I think that ultimately will probably end up in the Buckeyes class of 2021. So it's good to start getting to know him now. Thanks for watching. We'll catch you on the flip side. We are here in uh, Floyd's Knob. Floyd, no, it's Floyd's Knobs. Floyd's Knobs, Indiana. I'm with uh, Zen Mulhowski. Uh Coming off a, a tough loss here tonight, but you know, it was an ex it probably just feels good to play football oh, at yeah. this point, right? Oh, I mean, it, it's the only thing I want to do. You know, it's like our entire lives. If, it, if we weren't playing football, I don't, I'd be getting ready for football. You know what I mean? So I'm so happy we got to play, but tough loss for sure. You guys uh, out here, you're, you're playing left tackle. You're playing some defensive tackle. Uh, how much defense do you normally play? Because it didn't seem like, from what I've seen on film before, that that's much, not really a focus. That was probably... My only defensive snaps all, all year. My coaches needed me, and I just went, I went in there and did what I had to do. But um, but yeah, it was tough. I, I love defense; it's fun. But like, I'm not amazing at it. But I had fun. Um, we talked a little bit coming into this game about your your expectation because you this was a, one of the better defensive lines you were going to play this year. You guys only scored seven points, but you put the ball on the turf three times, and that sort of ended a few drives in in scoring position. How do you feel like you personally, I know you haven't watched tape or anything, but how do you feel like you did considering this was going to be the best defensive line group you played this year? I think I did pretty good. Um, I definitely, there's stuff I want to improve on. I want to improve on picking up outside line, but they, uh, they did, we prepared all week for a lot of blitzes, but it was mostly up the middle. So we had to shift some stuff in game, but I want to, I want to make it better when we're doing like zone stuff to pick up that outside blitz as quick as possible and just better feet and stuff like that. Getting off the ball quicker, just, all, just everything I want to get better with. Well, shift, I mean, I, Moving on, I know it's not always easy to talk about recruiting after a loss, but um, you're at, at this point becoming kind of a national recruit. You're up to a four-star status on the 247 composite, 247 rankings. Ohio State offer, other schools have offered coming in. Uh, committed to Louisville. How is this recruiting process feeling right now? Is it starting to like get crazy? Is it starting to get overwhelming? Is it starting to actually get enjoyable because you're back on the field and people can see you? I mean, how do you explain that? Um, it's definitely enjoyable. Uh, over over quarantine, it was super overwhelming because I'd never done it before and uh, just constantly like coaches calling and stuff. But um, definitely, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful to have it. And it's 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 definitely more, uh, it's a better thing than a bad thing, I guess I could say. Like it's, uh, it, it's nice that it's, um, it gives you more motivation because I already have motivation to play, but I want to play as hard as possible because I know every, like people are going to be watching my film and see how I develop and see how I play. And that was a big thing this year because a lot of people last year was like, well, how is he going to play with 60 pounds? So uh, that film was really important to everybody, and I wanted to show them that I, that, um, I could do it pretty much. You know, when you are having those conversations with coaches, then, like, how uh, how is the feedback 
from Greg Studrara, from Ohio State, from the guys at Louisville. Like, what are they seeing on the on this new tape that makes them be like, hey, this dude can actually play. We we don't want this one to get away. Um, me and Coach Stud talk after every game, and I talk to most of the coaches after every game, and they, they give me feedback, a lot of positive and just constructive stuff to work on. But Coach Stud um, said that he really likes my like loves my athleticism for my size, and likes how I've played with my new weight moving forward, and just like kind of more developing as an offensive lineman because I um, haven't played for too long. So just kind of like learning the position more. They, they think that I have a really bright future for it, and um, he also likes that he thinks I can play guard or tackle for them. So. I'm down to play anywhere. Honestly. How different? I mean, it, does it feel? How much weight did you gain from last year to, to this year? Um, I went from 217 to 288 from the, our last game to our uh, the very beginning of the summer. So I'm not sure. I think 65 pounds. So it was a lot of work, but um, it's definitely helped a lot. I feel a lot more stable. Like if this makes any kind of like sense, I feel like uh, filling out my body more. It feels like I'm quicker almost. Yeah. I feel like I've gained more muscle in my legs. And I just feel more stable in my steps and my kick steps and stuff. What prompted that decision to be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to do this year. I'm going to gain 70 pounds. <laughs> um, well, actually, quarantine. Well, talking to coaches to begin with, when I got my first offer, um, I was uh, around 250-ish, and they were like, it was a FCS, it was Indiana State, and they talked about my weight, and they were like, this is good. And my coach said, if you want to play at a higher level, you, you can't be 250 pounds. I was like, okay. And I, he challenged me to gain. He said if I gained 30 pounds, I'd be in a good spot from 217 plus 30. He said if he, want, if he got me to 250, he'd be happy. But um, over quarantine, I just went to my grandma's for about two months and just ate a lot of home-cooked food. And, like, um, we didn't have weights, so me and my dad did, like, speed work more than, like, weight training. I think that definitely helped put the weight on smoother than, like, just eating and lifting and sitting around. What was, like, the go-to meal at Grandma's house? <laughs> go-to meal, chili, uh, chili and baked potatoes. How do you like your chilies, then? <laughs> What's, what is the right chili? Because there's, there's the white chicken chili, there's white chili, there's beanless chili, there's beef chili. What is the Zen Mojave? The, chili. the beef and bean chili with uh, saltine crackers. I, it, nothing beast. It's homemade too, so my grand. I don't know what she does to it, but she makes about like a gallon of chili um, on Mondays, and we do it on Thursdays, and I eat it from that Monday to that Wednesday. And it's weird eating the same meal over and over again, but like if it's good, like, I see no problem with it. You're talking about developing, and, and we talked earlier today about the relationship you've developed with Keontae Goodwin, who's another player uh, from this area who actually has changed his body the other way, right? Oh, yeah, so he's he, lost 100-plus pounds since last January. And you, you mentioned something that I wanted to touch on, is how you and Keontae talk to each other after every game that you play, whether it's to compare notes on linemen, whether it's to compare your own notes. How did that friendship kind of develop? Um, well, when I first committed to Louisville, I uh, I had my Instagram account and it showed my phone number. So I committed to Louisville the next day. I got a random phone call from a number from Kentucky, and I was like, uh, "Okay, I don't know who this is." So I picked up the phone, and it was like this. Uh, he sounds so different now; it's weird. But he, it was like this uh, like excited, like I don't know how old he is now, like 15-year-old kid. He's like, "Hey, uh, uh, how's Louisville? Why'd you pick Louisville?" And I was like, "I thought it was just like a kid that just loves Louisville." So I talked to him for about like a 38 minutes to an hour about it, and then I was like, um, "Hey." thanks for calling man I hope you have a good day and he's like yeah I'm trying to decide because I have Alabama and LSU offers so I was like what <laughs> I was like Are you? I thought he was lying at first because I had no idea who this person is but um, he talked to me about that for a little while 
and we didn't talk for a little bit but then after our scrimmage he called me up and he was like hey man how'd your scrimmage go just to check out with me and he was like you sound like a grown man now i was like what happened in three months but um we talked for a little bit about the scrimmage and then it kind of became like a tr traditional thing like after our providence game i called him for a little bit and they talked about their game and uh how he's working on his how he's working on his game and how i'm working on mine and how we can get better and i think um the plan is after the season i'm gonna go train with him a little bit and his coaches i know his coaches are extremely good but everything he's done is extremely impressive too when you're talking to a guy like that you guys i mean how much talk is there about recruiting because obviously you you're you're similar situations right now in this area of, of southeastern indiana the it's rare to have people in in your position right guys who are recru being recruited by ohio states of the world how much of that conversation is actually about recruiting and how much is it about just the shared experience? Just 50-50, uh, it's tough, it's m both of us, he's been around people that have been recruited but I haven't, so he kind of helps me with like inside stuff and just how to deal with things and we both talk about our uh, how to get, like how to, I guess, improve on our game and like sometimes school even, like grades and stuff, just trying to make each other better. And um, that's really, really all, honestly, just uh, probably like half and half with recruiting football and then school in there. Going back to recruiting, how surreal is it? Because as you said, you haven't been around even guys who've been really recruited. Uh, Keontae's been around like Rondale Moore and Rondale Robinson and those guys. But for you, I mean, is this, does it feel real yet? No. I told my coach that though, that actually uh, when I got, the, the day I got the Ohio State offer, I called him, I was like, hey coach, I got a big one. And I, I told him what happened and I, he was like, pinch yourself, are you awake? And I was like, I don't know, I don't know. So like the whole rest of the day, I was like, not sure what, like, if it, you know, it, but uh, where I'm, I'm extremely grateful for it. it still doesn't feel real because I never expected any of it. Like yeah. um, after junior season, I was just like, I hope to God a D2 school gives me like a partial scholarship and I get a little bit of school paid for, but we, hit the jackpot well you said uh indiana state was the first offer that's the only school you've been to mm. on a visit you are one of the guys uh, on the internet this week that started the hashtag you know end the dead period how important is it for you moving forward that that happens i mean to be able to visit the school that you're going to go to whether it's louisville or Ohio state anywhere else like at this point do you feel like you're having a, a major part of this process kind of taken away from you Definitely, and it's really tough to make decisions. Like when I went to Indiana State, initially I thought that was gonna be my only offer, and I was like, "Whoa, this is so cool! Look at this! I've never been to a campus before. I've never really left the state before, so it was a really cool experience to just go see everything." And I was like, "Man, I kind of just want to take it. I kind of just like ensure that school is paid for." But um, I talked to Coach Brandon, told me to wait. But I think it's a really big part because some coaches are different over text and over uh, in person, and some can't. Like you, they can talk about the campus all they want and send you cool videos of the campus, but like you can't like go and get the on-campus feeling of it yeah. so like that, that, I think it's just ridiculous too that they pushed it back to January which it kind of just screws over all the early enroll kids like me that haven't gotten a chance to see anything so that is in your plan to enroll early yeah is there a, a part of you or your family are you guys trying to figure out how like hey let's just make the four-hour drive to Columbus and see the place like other kids have done that is that in your plans because you know you know if you're going to enroll early at this point you're not going to be able to visit campus and see coaches so it has to be done on a personal decision right D uh, is that being is that in the works for you oh yeah for sure we're talking about that a lot it's something that's really important to my family too just to make sure i'm going to a spot where i'm 100 percent sure i want to be there and 100 percent sure i like the city and just the campus and everything in general so it's definitely something we want to do i know how new this whole process is to you so i want to just have you really 
started to figure out what's important to you in this process because everyone's looking for something different. So Ohio State isn't for everyone, right? Uh, but obviously there's opportunity there that you might not get elsewhere. What is important to you in this process? Um, coaches, coaches and connections. I, because um, it's it's really nice to be in a cool city or a cool town or a cool campus and have the coolest weight room. But if I don't have a good connection with my coaches or um, I just like uh, the feeling with the commits too. Like I want to be in a family and not just someone out there that they is a number. You know what I mean? And I'd much I'd take that over a cool stadium any day. So I'm really and especially with COVID, you have to base it off relationships. So that's a really big thing for me. How much contact has there been between you and the, the Buckeyes class? 21. Oh, a lot. I talked to uh, Travion a ton. I talked to Ben a lot, Davion, or Davon. I think that's how I say it. I'm not 100% sure. He's the um, other guard, the five-star guard. Oh, Donovan. Donovan, sorry. Uh, but yeah, I've, I've been in contact with them a lot. I talked to um, Coach Stud almost every day, Coach Cook too, and Coach Day. So they've really built a good relationship with me. But um, You can say bye to your people. Oh, bye. <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah, but I, that's what I'm basing it off of, really. Well, look, Zen Molhowski, I'm out here in Floyd's knob. Floyd's <laughs> is it multiple knobs or just yeah, one knobs? Knob? Okay, I, it's a weird name for the city. Um, great, great facility here, though. I'm glad uh, I got to come down here and talk to you guys and watch you play. Uh, this has been Bermanology on Letterman Row, and uh, thanks for watching, everyone. It's a little different than normal because I'm behind the camera, <laughs> not in front of it, but that's what happens when they're on the road. So thanks for joining us, man. Awesome. Thank you so much. So that was Zen Mahalski, Ohio State's uh, latest target on the offensive line in the class of 2021. This has been Bermanology brought to you by Letterman Row. Thanks for watching, guys. We'll catch you next week.